Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second Digital Clarity podcast. Um, it's Reggie James here again, and we are here in a rather grey um, DC Towers over in sunny Guildford in Surrey. And I am joined by the wonderful Mel. Hi, hello. So Mel Hosgood, who is my colleague here, and um, I just wanted to start very quickly, Mel, yes. just by saying a big thank you to all the response that we got from the first podcast that we did, our pilot podcast. Yes. Had some lovely emails, all very encouraging, and also some things saying, oh, guys, can you focus on this? Can you focus on that? Yeah. So we, in this podcast, what we're going to do is cover the um, few points that we kind of picked up on last time, which was to do with some of the new features from Google. And then again, another segment which was of interest to everyone regarding some of the things that are happening out there in social media and search. So without further ado, let's get into it. So Mel, last week we touched on some of the new features that were being released by Google ahead of its uh, big event that's coming up, Marketing Live. Yeah. And we were talking about uh, machine learning and something that a lot of people are asking us about, which is smart bidding. Yes. Do you want to maybe expand on that a little bit? Yes, why not? Um, it's actually um, quite relevant this week or topical because Google Partners 11s was published um, and it was all around bidding for success um, and an introduction into Google Smart Bidding. Now, smart bidding has actually been around for a few years, um, but due to the industry constantly evolving and changing, there have been a number of changes to the way that we bid. The customer journey um, is one factor, so it no longer follows an exact path. No two journeys look the same anymore. So we have to utilize machine learning to analyze these paths mm. to get a better understanding. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, as well, bidding itself has changed quite drastically. Mm -hmm. uh, once upon a time, we used bids to bid on keywords and quality score would be combined with the bid to give a position. With the advent of mobile devices, this has evolved quite a lot um, along the way. We've now got days of the week, interests, locations. Then suddenly we're looking at thousands of different signals at an auction level. So it's very complex, quite hard to optimise when doing it manually, which is why we need to be utilising machine learning and smart bidding technologies. Right. Well, quite a lot there. I mean, yeah. you mentioned some of the, the, the kind of new features. I mean, what's changed? What's actually new, Mel? Well, it's no longer the same algorithm for a start. Um, right. And then also smart bidding and the products under that umbrella have changed. Um, so the top signals um, are a lot more accurate now and you can be a lot more selective with the optimization. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, all of these are becoming more aligned to like customers um, sort of needs and businesses, really. So. Excellent stuff. Excellent. So really, uh, you know, could you, in a nutshell, you know, why would our brands and our customers kind of use this now? OK, um, well, one, it allows us to work smarter. Um, so Google machine learning algorithms can now analyze, I believe it's up to 70 million signals within 100 milliseconds. Wow. 
yeah so if you think of yeah you just can't do that yourself yeah Yeah. (laughs) no absolutely um so yeah so that's one 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 big thing um the other thing is it allows us to work faster because by automating the routine tasks like bidding it frees up time to concentrate on i don't know product expansions reporting customer service a whole other sort Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. area and then also it allows you to win more customers within your designated budget i think across the board advertisers have seen an average uplift of around 30 percent increase in conversions when That's using that so absolutely fantastic now isn't that something i know we were talking to the uh, <clears throat> excuse me account teams earlier before this podcast yeah and we were saying that we've started sort of rolling this out um among some of our own clients Is that yeah right? yeah we have um so it's fairly um sort of fairly early days i think it's probably worth mentioning um that when i spoke to our sort of tech team about it um it is something they're rolling out but a testing phase is crucial as as with everything we do so test optimize roll out okay um so that makes want, sense yeah um so yeah if anyone wants any advice on automation and smart bidding it'd be great um if they contacted our, our team no yeah, absolutely feel free to speak to our team of experts no absolutely and i think as well just worth uh, mentioning before we sort of move on to some of the news news that are happening out there in the market that we will keep updating as we get oh, data, yes, as definitely. we get data back and stuff yeah and tell you how smart bidding and our sort of uh, AI yeah we'll probably touch on it more in future episodes but it's a bit of an overview absolutely stuff, fantastic thank you mel <laughs> So, Reggie, uh, moving on from that, uh, why don't we have a look at some of the things that are going on in the industry at the moment? I know you've got a couple of uh, things to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Thanks, Mel. Um, OK, so last week when we actually spoke about what was going on in the market, people wanted to know a little bit more about some of the challenges that we're having. And there has been an ons- onslaught recently with uh, companies like um, Amazon being slated for sort of bad reviews, Facebook, you know, again, you know, being in trouble again, caught, caught with its pants down in terms of actually, you know, data and not encrypting passwords and various other things like that. So um, with Google, when it comes to one of the big bugbears that it has, it's a lot of um, the issues people have are bad ads. Now, what we class as bad ads yeah. are... Things that are fraudulent, things that are causing, you know, people click through, you know, Mm. for ticket sales or something. And Google is taking this very, very seriously. Not only is it in hot water with the EU commission in terms of data, but because these companies are so big, uh, it takes a while for things to actually come around and actually get it, you know, get these things dealt with. So. One of the big things is that Google has recently just taken down just last year, 2.3 billion of these so-called bad ads. Yeah. So again, (coughs) excuse me, to expand again, what are these bad ads? So they are people like, as I touched on before, ticket resellers, you know, uh, in the US it's things like bail bonds, you know, phishing ads, all those kind of things, things that where people are lured into clicking on things that they may be looking for it's not exactly what they were looking for and they're kicking on something that they thought was was one thing but that turns out to be another so they removed somewhere in the region of two hundred seven thousand ads for ticket resellers over half a million for bail bonds 
in a staggering, staggering 58.8 million phishing ads. Wow. Now, these are the ads that kind of lure you in and yeah. you think, oh, and, and to hand over bank details and various other things like that. And just to mention, I mean, this was a bo- uh, blog by the great Scott Spencer, um, who actually talked about and got these numbers. Uh, but Google also removed somewhere in the region of about just under 800,000 publishers. So these are third party resellers of Google's advertising, sometimes using the AdSense uh, application and also app developers. So almost, almost nudging 800,000 of both publishers and app developers completely removed from the uh, from the you know from the network wow. and when it, look, looking at app developers in isolation almost 1.5 million apps were actually wow. yeah exactly so the android um sort of universe yeah. if you like is a hell of a lot cleaner i know apple is very very strict you know in terms of what what's actually happening but because so many of android's apps are advertising led yeah. um it was very very important that um and how Google do Google find them? How are they like alerted to them? Is well, it? I think what they've had to do is go through things with a sort of fine tooth comb. Mm. Again, it's things like they've used a combination of manual reviews and also on the topic that you touched on, mm. which was machine learning. Yeah. So they're very, very powerful algorithms have been looking at not only when people make complaints, but also looking at, um, you know, where some of these things are leading to. And if they feel that they are uh, wrong or they look wrong, then they will um, absolutely um, just uh, swipe them off the face of Google and Google's network. Mm. Really with the idea of saying, well, if you're not wrong, come back and tell us why you're not wrong. And hey, guess what? None of, no, none of them have come back. So they continue doing this. It's a long time in coming, but the positive thing is, Mel, it started happening. Yes. And um, that's what's actually happening out there. The other area that I just wanted to yeah. touch on is a really, really big one. Now, everyone's heard about influencer marketing. Yes. And, you know, the, the kind of where influencer content is, is displayed. And the kind of de facto go-to place yeah. has always been YouTube. Definitely. Uh, again, under, you know, which sits under Google's umbrella, part of the Alphabet group. And it's always been the go-to. But guess what? Facebook is starting to begin that war through its channel, Instagram. Wow. So Instagram as a platform is now – now, this is some research that's been done by Rakuten, the um, Japanese uh, software internet business, uh, Rakuten Marketing. Uh, the company, actually, that, that acquired – one of our technologies from way back. Yes, okay. absolutely. So not only did they sponsor Barcelona Football Club, but they also bought one of the technologies that we built a number of uh, years ago, DC Storm, the DC obviously standing for digital clarity. And um, yes, yeah, so this is great news um, and very interesting news. Great news if you're an Instagram influencer because um, influencer content now um consumers are engaging far more with instagram 65 percent using instagram compared to 62 percent using youtube oh. absolutely so it's still quite massive. close but it's it's, it's close it's but it's it's, it's coming over. up it's 
take not only taken over yeah absolutely and i think there's going to be some changes again being announced at marketing live at google's big conference yeah so you know they're almost on parity now yeah so it's just a case of just actually saying right uh what's that going to how's that going to work so this is a global this is a global sort of uh results if you like if you bring it down to the uk um 81% 81% of consumers are now saying they've now made a purchase following a link made by an influencer. Yeah, so I they are here. Have. You definitely have. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, and I think we all probably know, if we haven't done so ourselves, we'll know of somebody who has. Yeah. So there are, this is a very, very, I mean, it's a huge statistic. Yeah. 81%. So influencers, as the name suggests, are very, very powerful. Yeah and are definitely here to stay so certainly in terms of brands and what we can do and what we should be doing is maybe looking at influencers and measuring influencers as part of the marketing mix the other aspect is if you look if you drill down into those figures those amazing figures Mm. um about 26 percent of that uh 81 (coughs) percent excuse me um are actually spending more than five hundred pounds on items. Really? That being, yeah, that are actually wow. being by um, by influencers. So this is really, really big news. Yeah. And in some recent surveys, again that have been done, influencers have actually matured quite a bit. Again, yeah. a bit like the topic that I was talking about before. The bad ones have filtered away. The good ones, the cream has risen yeah. to the top. They're trusted advisors. They are now, becoming they? trusted advisors. Uh, so much so that 43% globally of consumers say they now trust influencers to give them an honest view of any product or service being discussed. Wow, it's really so, powerful. Yeah, and they're filling the gap, Mel, I think from, you know, back in the day where you'd ask a mate, where did you get this from or where did you get that from or whatever it may be. I think now we are in a position where we can actually ask people that um so our friends now yeah. will probably say oh i saw xyz influencer talking about it share a link or do a search for that particular yeah. influencer and hey presto they're on instagram they're on youtube and i think the killer app that instagram actually is introduced was its short form video oh yeah yeah that actually uh that actually uh helped create a rival to youtube so there we are um instagram a very very mobile centric device uh and youtube which is a multi-device an omni device um sort of platform the two things fighting for the the hard-earned cash in our pockets and that's what's been happening in the news Thanks, Reggie. Um, Now, before we go, I think we are looking to introduce our Tweet of the Week, um, which is going to be coming up. Um, It's where we're going to um, post a number of different um, tweets, um, which are topical conversations happening at the moment um, on our Twitter account. Um, So if everyone can follow at Digital Clarity um, and look out for those, um, they should be starting next week. So that would be quite Sounds great. Yeah. I will definitely look out for that. And now all that's left to be said is probably goodbye. So, Well, it's goodbye from me, Reggie. It's goodbye from me, Mel, and we will look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>